Did you know that lips and anuses are actually made out of the same type of skin? I'm definitely deleting this. That makes sense. Welcome to Black Mesa Radio. Thank you for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about futurology, space, and everything in between. Today, I'm your host, Chase, and... I'm your other host, Seth. I am also your host, Nate. I am a permanent guest, Josh. If, if you're permanent, your own house. you're not a guest. Oh, well then I guess I'm a host. Be a refugee. You don't have to live. But that's not a permanent. Uh, that's like something a different than a permanent. Yes, permanent guest doesn't exist. Does he have to have like a work visa? Or? What if you like permanently stay at a hotel? For instance, when I went on my very first cruise with Mary on our honeymoon, there was a gentleman that stayed on our boat that just lived on the boat because he was in his like late seventies, and he said it was cheaper than a uh, retirement home. Like long term. That's amazing. And he said he just planned to die on the boat, and the staff was just like, eh, "He'll die on the boat. Just I, throw I, him over know, the side when you're done." I don't know why that <laughs> would be a bad idea. I think. I think it's a good idea. Like, in, you get to travel, you get to see cool places, you get like the food is always good. Um, yeah. You get like hotel service. Why not? Like, and if it's like the cruise we were on, I think I don't even remember the price, but like he clearly could have afforded a, a retirement home. So I mean. It must have been cheaper than a retirement home. Mm-hmm. Probably get to meet all kinds of interesting people. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, as long as you, if like you can take care of yourself, why not? Well, if you think about it, you don't have a car, you don't own property, like because you know you're paying like let's just say a grand a month oh, for your house, and then you got like a few hundred bucks for your car and travel and all those taxes for both of those. And you're like, oh, yeah, if like you had no debt, I mean, why not? Yeah, if you like, if you're receiving checks, you can get them sent to the port. Because you, you can get P.O. boxes on the port. Where it's cheaper to live on a cruise ship than it is potentially to like just live. I feel like that's kind of awesome, it, I think it honestly. just depends on where you're at in life. Life. Like if you're retired and like you get full benefits of, I don't know. Yeah, you couldn't really go to the doctor though. Like if you got sick, like where would you They go? have a doctor on the boat, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. They give you prescriptions. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, what, I mean if you're old, usually you have some type of medication that you have to – I mean, I guarantee you, like, when they put into port on, like, in the U.S., he probably just hops off and goes to some specific pharmacy and gets, like, a long... How long does a cruise usually last? Maybe a long prescription. Because you can get multi-month like prescriptions. <laughs> that particular cruise was seven days, and that's the one he had just been looping. Okay, so you just have to go seven days at a time? You just have to get a week worth of prescriptions. Yeah, I there, mean, and you, you probably, get filled, probably get filled, like, one or two months at a time anyway, so... Yeah. Hey, Nate, talk to me for a second. Talking. Talking to Josh. Talk. I don't know what that is. I'm talking to Josh on the in the microphone. Hey, I can hear myself. Whoa, I can hear you now. Are we spiking? No, you were just way lower than everybody else, so I don't know how much of what you said got recorded. But you're good now, so. Okay, so uh, you had a topic about white farmers in South Africa being murdered. Yeah. Let's let's get into that heavy, fun subject. It's it's. Depending on like what source you talk to, I guess like it's more of an issue or like less of an issue. But there are definitely some like white farmers being murdered and like some of them being tortured, and it's kind of bad. 
And so, like, to give you perspective, like, how many of them are dying, uh, like, the murder rate, I was looking up, like, murder rates and stuff like that, and I, the murder rate in South Africa is something like, uh, it's like 34 or, like, 33 maybe per 100,000 people. Okay. The United States murder rate is, like, 5 per 100,000 people, and, like, the international is, like, 7 per 100,000 people. That's... And the murder rate among these farmers in South Africa is like 133 per 100,000 people. So Jeez. it's South Africa's murder That's rate so high. is already pretty high. Yeah. And they're they're being killed at like three times or four times the the rate that like normal people are. And it's like to, at this point I was reading one guy that was saying like it's more dangerous to be a white particularly a white farmer. I'll get to that in a second. In South Africa than it is to be like a police officer in South Africa. And South Africa's like Pretty bad, like with violent crimes and stuff like that. So I feel like that, that kind of tells you how bad it's getting for for some of these people. And these, so like the issue really goes back to like because I was clicking through links and like trying to do a little bit of research right before I came over. And like in 1913, mm-hmm. it appears like there was a, I think it was called the Native Lands Act. You guys can look it up and fact check me. Is on this that. also South Africa? Yeah. Okay. It was in 1913. In this act, and they basically like divvied up the land between like the popu- the government like divvied up the land of South Africa, um, amongst like the population of South Africa, and like eighty, like a little over eighty percent of the land went to, um, like white farmers, and like very little of the land went to like black workers, which. Well, kind of like our South- segregation, like when we when we did segregation, like we gave the same excuse, like saying that, or at least the people that were into it gave the excuse. <laughs> the people, you know, the people into segregation. <laughs> like I'm not that into it, but like people were back then. I don't think very many people were into it now. I don't think. I hope not. But <clears throat> like the excuse that they used was that this would um, cut down on like the the interracial friction like between these groups like if you just keep everybody segregated and it keeps keeps violence down and stuff like that like stick to your own kind kind of mentality so resentment isn't a thing in their minds so but actually it was just totally racially motivated and you have like you have these white farmers that like own all the land and so uh most of the land that was given to the black people that lived there wasn't even good land that you could really grow on and so they wound up being workers working for the white like landowners, wow. which is kind of a sneaky way to get that done. So anyway, like, and everybody knows that like South Africa has like a long past as far as like racism and all that goes. Yeah, which a lot of a lot of countries do, I guess. Like America does too, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like South Africa is, very, is like the number one. Well, it has a, like a very recent history of it, like yeah. in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I feel like apartheid. Apartheid. So yeah, apartheid. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely a lot it's stronger fresh. there than it is. In the United States or really anywhere else, I would think. That, I would, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that necessarily. At least as far as, like, black, white goes. Like, there are some there are some countries where, like, people are pretty racist, but, like, it's a lot, it's a little, it's harder to tell because I'm white and I'm from the West, and it's harder for me to tell the difference between, like, some of the races, but if you live there, it's easy. Like, it's easy to see, like, white, black. It's harder to see, like, Asian, different Asian for me is that racist i don't even know if that's racist or not i can't tell i think anymore. that's a little racist is it yeah. okay so i'll tell you in high school like this is a different tirade but crap like when we were in high school we had like an exchange student a korean exchange student and like he could always tell the difference between like, asian people and like which asian people were from which countries and it was really? it was obvious so obvious to him and we were always like it got to the point where, like it's probably racist but like we would ask him like what 
where are they from? And he's like, oh, they're Vietnamese or whatever. Was and he like, hearing the language and distinguishing like that? I don't think so. I think a lot of the time no, it was you, visual. You can definitely tell the, the difference. There was uh, a lot of Asians at my high school. Like It was pretty much white people and then Asians were the, the biggest cultural groups. And like there was Vietnamese, Korean, and uh, a few Chinese, but mostly Vietnamese, and like they were in all of my classes. So eventually, I got uh, I got used to uh, yeah, see the, the different looks, and yeah, I could definitely. And I just that's I don't have that experience, so yeah. it's hard. I don't hard think for I could me. do it anymore. But what was I getting at? South Africa, uh, Lands Act. Anyway, so yeah, like long history is racism, and it's kind of like there's a lot of resentment going around and there are some political leaders that are stirring up a lot of like strife between the races. Um, oh really? Not yeah. Political leaders were always good. Yeah. And it's, it's getting pretty weird. And like a lot of farmers are going to like quit farming because you're getting all this pressure. Okay. So like the president of South Africa right now, Z U M A, I believe is his last name. Zuma. Um, okay. I forget what his first name is, but like he's calling for, taking back um like the white people's land and like not paying them for it and like that's what he's i don't know if he's going to get it done or not but like he's said that that's basically what he wants to happen and there are other groups in the country that are like more radical um other like populist groups that are coming up that are pretty radical socialists like not bernie sanders socialists but like cool with violence and stuff who so, like, uh, are anti- pressuring like i guess yeah I, yeah I don't know that much about Antifa. I've heard the name. But anyway, so like they're getting pressure from those kinds of groups too. And it's just a really, it'll be a really interesting thing to watch uh, going into the future for sure. Huh. But yeah, resentment is scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's resentment and then probably being seen as like an injustice that is being corrected in the eyes of the people conducting the murders. Right. Yeah. I mean, because they definitely did get screwed over when all this happened it was done sneakily in a way to you know rip them off and i think when you're mad and you got nothing things are just it's easy to justify things to yourself and to others definitely i think i think it was definitely wrong of obviously the way that they uh colonized south africa but the people who are originally from south africa did the same type of stuff to other people, well, I mean, it's, other it, tribes. Like it, it's, it's, it's really hard good. to say like, oh, well, you guys did this and you guys did that. Like you were doing the same thing. We just got the best of you. Well, like, that doesn't mean – that doesn't justify it, anything. I'm not though. saying like colonization and war is okay, but everybody was doing it. So you can't, you can't call – So you so, can't say like this is intrinsic to like this race of people that they do this. Right. right. And you can't, you can't claim moral superiority because – your culture did that too. Like, you just happened to not win. And also, like, hmm. another thing that I think about a lot is that I know that, like, there are advantages or disadvantages that, because of the way that things are set up in the past, like, there are advantages or disadvantages being, like, a certain kind of person. Like, now, like, I'm, I'm, I embrace that. I think that's probably, I think that's probably correct. I don't know if I take it as far as, like, a lot of progressive thinkers take that kind of thing. But, Something I also like to bear in mind, like, when I'm talking about, like, racist white people in the past, like, I find myself saying, like, we, because I'm talking about white people, and I'm like, we yeah. didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Like, like you don't, it's you not... don't actually have a connection to that. It's like, I've never been a slave owner. Like, I don't know any that slaves. Know I don't of. know any slave owners. I can't point one out. Like, point one out. 
Like they don't. I don't know where they are. But like we keep talking about people. Like, well, y'all did this. Like, y'all didn't do anything. So here's an interesting story. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I worked at a bank for a while, and uh, you know, I had my name in my teller window, and a, a black guy came up to me and he saw my last name. He's like, "Oh, Ainsworth, huh? Like, uh, do you do you know uh, this person? This person? They live in Tulsa." He's like, man, I don't I don't know anybody that lives in Tulsa that I'm related to. He goes, "Oh, okay, that makes sense. They're all they're all black anyway." So. Uh, I didn't know if you actually related to him. And I was like, so I started to think about that. I was like, wait, either somewhere down the line, I'm part black, or perhaps somewhere down the line, there was a slave owner. I mean, there are other options to that. I mean, there are multiple. It could just be a different family. With the and same people they could have married into it and just kept a, going. A lot of times people, you know, will take a name for their family, and one that already exists, or they'll come up with one. So. Well, there could have been on either your side yeah. or their side or somewhere else. Somebody's like, you know, we're the Ain- I'm Ainsworth now for one reason. Well, I mean, you don't think all people whose last name is like, I don't know, Green, for example, are related. That's true. And I mean, Ainsworth's got, not super common though. And no, you have you have to think of names like that had to do with trades back in the day, like Smith or Cartwright or something like that. that what people, is what is Ainsworth then? I'm not I'm not saying that's British. It's the people who would live by the river, living in a van down by the river. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not I'm not saying specifically that. But I mean, the what's the word? Entomology. Etymology. Etymology of names. They could come from anywhere, okay. and any combination of things. Because you got to think about this isn't exactly the same thing, but you know that there are people who, you know, moved from like Germany or something. To the United States and maybe change their last name, right? Oh yeah. Or moved from some other country and like change it to sound more, like, I mean, this Just is kind of like integrating this is a, into the this culture. This is a silly example, saying? but in I'm seeing his like Back to the Future things here. He mentions oh, yeah. at one point that like Von Braun. Yeah, his family's original name was were the Von Brauns, and when they moved to America in like the late 1800s they changed their name to the browns he's looking at my doc brown about bobblehead from oh, back that, to the future i mean that makes sense because uh i know yeah a lot of people like indians specifically people from india their names are really hard to pronounce for english-speaking people so they usually just take on like like hey i'm vin or ben or something huh. like instead of like we got the doc up and i went with a I, I worked with an Indian guy, and his name was... I can't pronounce him. I'm sorry. D-E-B-A-R-U-N, like Debarun. But like he went by Deb. Oh, and yeah. that was really confusing to like some of the like old oh. like redneck guys that shopped at the store. Like, <laughs> they'd like, look at him like, your name's what? Your name's Deb. Your name's Deb. That's a girl name. Yeah, well, we funny. Know, we know from uh, studies that when you're a kid, there are certain sounds that you learn, and if you don't learn them, then you, you can't do them. Based on English, and yeah, yeah, like... Like there's so a, like languages that have inhalation. Yeah, like some sounds. of the Nordic languages have inhalation sounds, and then some of the the Asian languages like don't have like an L sound. And some of the African languages that have like clickings and stuff like that. But the uh, like the Chinese language also has like a lot of things that we don't have as well, and it would be really hard to explain because I don't understand it. Like a lot of like they have a lot of the same words, but the pitch of it is like, really important. The pitch and the pronunciation, because there's that. I don't know what the the actual phrase is, but there's one where you could say like ma or something like that. Like you could do a yeah. whole sentence using just that sound, but you do a different inflection, different pitches, and it different pitches, and it's a complete sentence of different words. Interesting. Yeah. So, so they are actually more skilled in uh, different types of sounds than we are. Like 
English is more of a guttural language, while uh, a lot of languages are are more uh, well, it, nasally or even higher up. Ours is the, like uh, a, ours is a phonetic language where yes, the word always means the same thing, no matter what the pronunciation. It's how you, it's the pronunciation. It's not the pronunciation. It's the the sounds themselves, not the pronouncement of the sounds. Oh, Except okay. for there, there, and there. And, but there, but well, we don't say them differently. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He said the word always oh, means okay. the same thing. But I, I, I mean, know, so English is English is pretty words, silly, honestly. English is weird. I really like German. I think German is an interesting language. I've been trying to learn it using uh, the Duolingo app, and I think it's just a fun language, except for the sentences where like one word is like 30 syllables long. <laughs> well, that's how they do. And it, then right? I have trouble. Well, they take a lot of words and smash them together. Yeah, no, they will. They'll like like white snow, white snowy day might be like one giant word. Yeah. Uh, the example that I know is sniper. Their word for sniper is the one who shot me from afar. Like that's a, that's the yeah. that's the English translation, literal translation of it. So it's really long and difficult <laughs> to say. Like they don't make up new words. I guess they just take existing words, like smash them together. Like they're all like hyphenated. Condense them into a single meaning. Yeah, yeah. That's why they invented funny bot. Here's an interesting um, conundrum. Uh oh. <laughs> I like how whenever Chase says. Well, here's an interesting thing. You're always like, uh-oh. <laughs> just kind of a running running joke. It, it, yeah. Right. <laughs> Chase is a running joke. Just to make, just to make Chase second-guess second himself. Uh-oh. Okay, so languages obviously evolve over time, uh, depending on you know how people travel. English is the language. It's a mutt language. It's got uh, French and Gaelic and lots of other things. German. Latin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Latin language, Latin Romance language, plus like the, the Anglicans and all. It's just all meshed together, and it's it's kind of garbagey, and it's really difficult to learn because it's not really uh, intuitive. So, but languages before, let's take a uh, Aramaic and Greek and uh, Hebrew and ancient uh, Sumerian uh, and. and these languages are actually very related and they're much more complicated than our languages right now. In order to, a Greek sentence could be an entire paragraph to explain what it actually means in English. And th- there's lots oh of... Oh my goodness. God, Josh, I'm talking. I'm sorry, I was trying to get my, the next uh, topic of conversation on and then a video started playing. So there, there's a lot of structure that we don't sorry about have. That. in. So the ancient languages are actually much more refined which is very interesting. So there is the degradation of language. Like language is actually degrading instead of uh, like uh, there's Koine Greek, which is the common Greek, which is extremely complicated to translate into English. And then there's Attic Greek, which is the high Greek, which all the uh, aristocrats would have spoken. And that's even more precise and more complicated. Because they were more educated, presumably. Uh, but so, so I'm very interested. Like people don't really understand the origin of language, and I don't mean like I know it. Like nobody knows the origin of language because <laughs> not even me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want. It sounded like it was like people don't understand the origin of language. I got, I got your answer here. No, yeah, I, I, know. <laughs> I know, I know. You're just trying to let us know it wasn't going in that direction. Two Neanderthals <clears throat> were just standing around a fire, and one started grunting at the other. Yeah, like, what the other are you one. talking about? <laughs> so, uh, spoken language itself, and he said speak English. especially written language. What? 
said he said speak English. Very no, said, what? has a very <laughs> deliberate design, and it's not really. Uh, it doesn't. I'm sorry. Really what just, does? Uh, spoken and written language has a very deliberate design. Uh, it's it. It doesn't seem like one of those things that was happened by accident. They're they're very refined languages. We transitioned to a weird place on this one. Like I'm not opposed to talking about languages, but like I'm not really sure how we got here. Race, cultural differences, languages, right? Something uh, like I that. I guess. Sure. I'll, I'll go back and listen right. and see where the exact spot is. Josh, what was your? And we can just slip into huh? oh, ancient I, we can, civilization. We can keep talking about this, or we can I can talk about mine. I have a. Later on, I have an interesting article about uh, the title is "How Our Lives Will Change Dramatically in Twenty Years." So it's it's pretty much a twenty year prediction, and it's I'm down really with, fascinating. I'm down with that, but we're not going to allow you to read another article in the podcast like last time, because <laughs> like you just hit. Oh, because you guys got confused. Didn't know I was talking no, about. No, no one got confused. We got bored because you read a five minute article, <laughs> and then like you were like, "So what do you guys think about that?" And we're that like, was, "I don't, I don't even know." That was extremely fascinating. It was. It no, was. No, the top. I'm not saying the topic was bad. No one is saying the topic. I wasn't was bad. ready for. I wasn't ready for that much though. So th- this is all in bullet point form. So I Good. can read like one at a time. Okay. Um, are we doing yours? We can do yours. That's fine. Go okay. ahead. Go We're for it. So the, the first bullet point. Uh, in the next twenty years, software will disrupt most traditional industries. Uh, in the next five to ten years, it says. Uh, and an example is Uber is just a software tool. They don't own any cars. And are now the biggest taxi company in the world. And on that, yeah. there's also Airbnb is now the biggest hotel company in the world, although they don't own any properties. So we see how, how software is really changing the world and the industries. And, uh, it's such and- an elegant idea, too. It's just like, here's the thing. Sign up on it, and then you host it and get paid, and we but, get paid, too. But can you really the, – the thing that I see is you can't really say that's the software itself. Well, it's like it's, the it's made possible it's like because the of the software. It's made well, the possible because people software is changing the way it. that people think about commerce, which enables yeah. Uber and things like that. I mean, what a true. good statement! Well done. <laughs> well done. We applaud you. Five five Black Mesa points for you. <laughs> we have points. Yeah, yeah you've never I'm... received any because you've never made a good point. And later, you can redeem them in the student store. <laughs> What's how, the uh, how much for a mug? For, for a dollar? A lot. Twenty-five thousand. Mug, a mug? I thought you were gonna say like a racer. Oh, a mug is like you can't even don't even don't cu- even worry about it. We need to we need to draw up like a like our logo. The cuddly penguin is sixty five thousand. I think it oh, needs geez. to do with black mesa, not cuddly penguins. That I have a logo for our website that I'm working on, but it's not super great. Okay, well, I'll get there. Well, you should get it, and then we should all get shirts done. <laughs> um, I would wear a shirt for my own podcast. What's the next bullet point? Like, what's your shirt? Artificial like, oh, intelligence. I'm glad you asked. Computers become exponentially better in understanding the world. This year, a computer beat the best Go player in the world 10 years earlier than expected. Go is a really complex game. Yeah, so so now they they beat it. It's kind of like the the Russians and the chess playing. Now, what's cool about that is like the coming advent of quantum computing, which, I mean, it's it's not good for everything, but for like... The, the main thing I've seen it for is, like, you take an organization, like a huge organization, and you want to figure out something like scheduling and payroll, you feed that into a quantum computer, and it will take, like, every possibility that, that it can quantify and finds the most efficient path, which 
I think for things like that, like you know, playing playing Go would well, be pretty interesting. Which computers are already doing, but it'll be able to do it like more energy efficiently and, and well, well it, it, it takes more. It, it can kind of and it takes less infrastructure because you can communicate over infinite distances and it, of, like instantly. And part well, well, part of it is is you feed the parameters in it, and like with a lot of computing systems and stuff, you have to feed the parameters, and you also have to feed the parameters by which it studies those parameters. And the rules quant- for the rules? Yeah, the rules for the rules. And with quantum computing, there's less of that. It's more of you feed the parameters, and it kind of does it on its own. So does it? Is it better or worse for, say, like, we'll say Walmart. Uh, you have, like, you know, on average, we'll say 15 p- parents that call in sick in one day out of the all, like, across America with the however many stores, hundreds of stores, you have, like, 15 parents that call in sick that day because they have a sick kid. Does it make it better or worse in that situation? Like, is it going to be able to, like, flex and, like, fix that problem, or is it going to break the system? No, it would be able to flex and fix that problem, and more than likely, it probably already quantified that earlier. Oh, it's going to calculate, like, will you have this many people call in? Well, it'll be so fast that they can calculate limitless virtually Yeah, I'm not really familiar with the the practical applications, but I know, like, the processing power is insane, because right now we have the... Modern computers are really bottlenecked by like a bit at a time, but we have speed, so it does like amazing gigabits per second. That's what we talk about, but it's still calculating it like a bit at a time, while the quantum computer can do many things all at once. And a bit can be zero or one or a superposition between the two. Yeah, it it expands it exponentially almost so yeah it's uh, which i don't i don't understand I, <laughs> like i don't get that no, that's what they say all it, i know it's is something it's, like it's it can not do good like, for gaming it's like <laughs> it's not not it's it's more of like a logistical and hey man if we're gonna get to solving. mars we're gonna need to i think i think they'll figure out some I good mean, applications it, for because i mean like, like we we've talked about before like there's always the discovery and then somebody will think of a way to utilize it and they, they might have to redesign gaming software itself so that they they have a different uh, program that runs better with the quantum computing and that would be insane because like quantum computing is is quite literally like a million times faster for processing well and but the thing is it's it's kind of, it's one of those things where it's there's no need for it in that field at this time because things aren't even close to needing that much processing power unless we're trying to track every human being on the planet at once it's weird that would be really difficult to do well they uh the chinese already had a computer that uh i did the math and it would come out to be six calculations per second per human being and that's without quantum computing and that was like five years ago so, I'm just saying there's too many variables a, at the moment. It's a predictive machine? Like, it's trying to d- predict? No, I'm just saying, like, if, if they're, like... What is it? What is it? What is the purpose of the... Why do the Chinese build a computer? It, it was just, like, the, everybody's trying to get the biggest, best computer. Like, yeah. that's what, you know... Oh, uh, and you were just applying it to what if... Right, right. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going worst case scenario here. Which, it might not even be the government having to do it. Like, Google might just do it to offer better stuff. User and then support. they might just contract it out to the government. Yeah. You never know. Uh, there's a company recently that because the government's not that awesome. Like they're not going to figure that crap out, but like the 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 market will. The yeah. private sector is where all the big ideas usually come from. Yeah, this well, is true. They're already doing RFID chips, like for a lot of purposes. Some businesses are trying to implement it. It's uh, such a silly thing to do RFID chips when everybody has a cell phone. 
Like I just find that really. Oh, that was silly. that was actually one. But of the you points. don't have. We'll you can get, get rid of your cell phone. You can get rid of your cell phone. Yeah, that's true. But like, you don't need. Like, say you switch jobs six times in twelve years. Like, you're gonna have so many chips in your arm. I just, I, I just I mean, don't see that. I, I, I feel like it's it's easier to be like download this app. If you get lose your phone, download it again. But Here's I think it's code. like okay, people misplace their phone or whatever. So like, it's always on you. Like, there's no. I just I don't see it. I would never. Much I mean, more practical. I, would, uh, I, do I don't trust it. If anybody, if any job ever asked me to get a chip planted in my arm, I'd be like, I'm gonna. Somebody leave. could hack you. Like it, it, it will quitting. happen eventually. People, people hack your cell phones just by like swiping something right by it. So, depending on how their RFID chip is programmed, they could uh, hack into you possibly. And that they're talking about. I, I've read a few things about um, applications of the RFID. A lot of things they want to uh, continuously track your your like blood level of uh all your vitamins and minerals oxygen so it'd be Dude, like see, a, a medical application see oh that'd I, be neat but I you don't need an rfid those. chip to do that you could like get just a patch that they could like just put on your like forearm that yeah could monitor it. see the, but the, the way like, the way i see it it's and i hate to use this term uh-oh but it's a slippery slope because like let's say you get to the point where it's keeping track of blood pressure all that you know, all your vitals. Well, let's say it gets to a point where that information becomes privy to an insurance company. Like, oh, you have all these spikes in your blood pressure or something. That means, like, you might have a history of hypertension or you might have hypertension. Your rates are going up. Like, it's... There would have to be legislation passed to, like... Yeah, but I don't think oh, there yeah. would be quick it enough. Would, it, it would change like, everything. It would outpace the legislation that could be done for it. Sure. And that scares me. So I... I don't like the idea of anybody knowing anything well, about me yeah. that I don't want them to know. Technology is definitely outpacing the government's ability to keep up. Oh with yeah, it. it's outpacing our ability to process it. Sure, it's right. The, it's the whole point yeah. of Black Mirror, which is which is what's happening with the government. Like they're not any smarter than any of us, and like they're trying to pass legislation to just try to keep everything under control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're still so trying to figure out if it's, hospitals. It's, if it's, if it's confusing you, it's confusing years. politicians. Like they're not that much smarter than anybody. I don't think. And a lot of they're times they people. have like less information on the subject. They just know what like an aide told them, and that aide may only know what they're because like, they're so busy. Like they can't just yeah. sit and read a book about it. <laughs> like they got crap to do. Yeah, they don't. They don't even read the legislation. And that aide, you know, that aide could have a skewed view on it. Like say it's they're anti-net neutrality, and they're like, oh, we gotta get rid of this net neutrality, man. Telling this this congressman who's eighty six years old and has no idea what net neutrality even is. <laughs> Dude, can we talk about the gov- Jeff Sessions thinking that the government should just be able to take whatever they want whenever they want? Oh, uh, civil asset forfeiture. Yeah, isn't that like a major? Why aren't people more upset about that? People, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, he said he basically said that the government should be able to take what they want when they want. He's like, not only is civil asset forfeiture awesome, and the drug war perfectly valid, but we should double down on all of that. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's too old. Like he has no idea. He's a monster. See, uh. yeah, and the thing, like I, yeah, I really value age. Like I, I like hanging out with old people and like hearing what they have to say because I feel like they're smarter than the freaking dummies that but, I work with. Yeah, and stuff. but old people that actually think, not old people yeah. that are just like stuck in a yeah, rut, yeah, yeah, yeah. or someone who has an agenda, or old people yeah. that are just willing to go. Man, I just don't know. Yeah, so, do you think Sessions is old, or do you think he has an agenda? Yes. I think he has an yeah. agenda. I don't think he's necessarily like an old, <laughs> a, stupid person. He's old, he has an agenda, and he has an old agenda. Yeah. All right, here's the next one. In the U.S., young lawyers already don't get jobs. Because of IBM Watson, you can get legal advice so far for more or less basic stuff within seconds with 90% accuracy compared to 70% accuracy when done by humans. 
LegalZoom.com is a sponsor of this podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> so if you I st- wish. If you study law, stop immediately. There will be 90% less lawyers in the future. Only specialists will remain. Watson already helps nurses diagnose cancer. Four times more accurate than human nurses. Facebook now has a pattern recognition software that can recognize faces better than humans. In 2030, computers will become more intelligent than humans. By 2030? That's what, yeah, that's what he says. I mean, that, but that's, that's a bit of a mis, I don't know, misstatement because... Yeah, it depends on what type of intelligence. It, and well, it, and, it, it's, and it it's not like on, it's AI. It's just saying it's, it's computing power. More inte- computers are already more intelligent than people on specific things that they're programmed yeah. to be more intelligent than people on. Yeah. And that's already the case. Could that become a wider range of things? Yeah. But, I mean, in general... A person taught taught a computer how to do what it does. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, they did recently shut down an AI at. I want to say it was MIT, but I might be wrong because it made up its own language that the developers couldn't understand, and they were like, "Nope," and pulled the plug on it. <laughs> Whew, thank God! Hey, thank was, God there were some. We were this close to the singularity. No, dude, they freaked out. They were like, "This shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be able to do this," and they like shut it down. I I pictured like an office space, like smashing up the printer. <laughs> Like, just going to town on a, on a no, supercomputer. You know that there was someone in that lab going, don't do it, let's study this, let's see what happens. And, whew, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, how scary stuff. freaking spooky would that be? Oh, my God. That's spooky to me, and, like, I can't even imagine, like, being in the room. Ugh. What? 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 I mean, the connotations of that are huge, though. Like, it started, yeah. it started like, yeah, communicating are. to itself in a way that, like, the people watching it couldn't understand. And that may not have been malevolent, but it might have been. It might have been a way of like doing learning more without like them knowing more, what you're more learning. Efficient language or something. Have any of you ever read the really disturbing short story? I have no mouth and I must scream. No, that sounds awesome. It's it's about. It takes place like in the distant future, the year two thousand. Yes, and uh, <laughs> uh, there was like humanity discovered artificial intelligence, and. There were several AIs around the world who became self-aware, and then they basically fought each other and it, over, like, a few seconds. And then one of them absorbed all the other ones, became basically a god, yeah. and enslaved humanity, killed everybody but, like, six people who it continuously torments for years and years and years. And through its That's fun. power and knowledge, it keeps them alive. It's weird. I saw a webcomic based on that, and it was really creepy. It's disturbing. It's dark. It's it was re- like it like cut off their heads and like put them in this little ball. Like it wasn't that exact story, but like it was. Yeah, because I don't think it kept the people's well, heads it had alive. To make it and more like, visual and by cutting off. Yeah, yeah. Heads, and yeah. like perpetually like tortured them inside these little balls. But like it'll constantly torment them, make them think the other people are dead, and then suddenly they're alive again, and make them do these crazy things, and just it's read it if you want to uh, feel really weird and creeped out because <laughs> it's just it's scary well i mean the long term tom scott has a video i think it's tom scott i may be wrong i don't know if you guys watch tom scott but you definitely should if you don't he has a youtube channel it's really interesting stuff but i think it's him who has a long-term ai like to the end of the time like video and it talks about how like this ai becomes like super intelligent and then like makes it easier for people to integrate into it and eventually people are like, yeah, I want to be a part of this because that's there would definitely be a group of people who are like, yeah, let's do this. And so the AI comes up with a way people to in- integrate their consciousness into itself. 
And eventually there's like factions on Earth of people who have integrated and people who haven't. And like this huge like entity that is like kind of humanity virtualized, but not really. And eventually it becomes this like the last humans die. And it's just this thing that is an intelligence out in the universe that comes into like an alien intelligence. Like it meets that and like they battle and it's crazy. I, I didn't do it justice describing it, but you guys should definitely watch it. Listeners will try and find it. There's a lot the description. of really awesome and fun to read speculation about what AI is going to be like. Right. It's fun to think about. Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are like beefing about AI right now. Yeah, because Elon Musk is like, y'all need to slow your roll. And <laughs> Zuckerberg said something along the lines of Elon Musk is like afraid of it and doesn't yeah, need I'm to be. A, doesn't I'm need a, to be I'm a Zuckerberg something. fan. I, I thought it was funny. I saw what, that movie. He's a douche. What Elon Musk <laughs> said about him, and it's like I, I've had long conversations with Zucker, Mark Zuckerberg about this topic. His knowledge about it is limited. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome, um, dude. I'm such a Musk fan. One of my one of my coworkers has a, a sticker over her webcam, and uh, our boss was like, "Why do you have a sticker over your webcam?" She's like, "Well, Mark Zuckerberg." has a sticker over his webcam because he doesn't want anybody watching him. She goes, you're not Mark Zuckerberg. No one wants to watch you. <laughs> I was like, that was the meanest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, that, but that probably kinda, accurate. That kind of goes back to this. What did Snowden say about surveillance? Like saying that, uh, what did he say? Saying that you don't care if the government listens to you because you have nothing to say. God, oh, dad, gonna y'all go ahead and I'll think of it in a second. Okay. Chase, what's I'm the next, gonna what's the next bullet point? Damn it. Autonomous cars. In 2018, the first self-driving car will appear for the public. Around 2020, the complete industry will start to be disrupted. You don't want to own a car anymore. You will call a car with your phone. It will show up at your location and drive you to your destination. You will not need to park it. You only pay for the driven distance, and you can be productive while driving. See, our, I don't, I don't our kids will never get driver's license and will never own a car. I do agree that kids might not get driver's license, but that's because they might not be able to afford a vehicle. Because I'm working with a ton of youth now, and like most of them don't have driver's license and didn't get it when they were 16, and they're like in their early 20s because they just like couldn't afford it. I think people will own autonomous cars. Like I, I think, do too. I think autonomous cars will happen, but I think they will own them. I don't think it's going to be like the government industry of uh, public. Uh, Public transportation. I don't, I don't see that happening. Although, like, it could be awesome for public transportation, like having self-driven. I don't, I mean, we I don't want somebody like, okay, if I get in trouble with the government, I don't want them to be able to, like, limit my transportation because. <laughs> or, yeah, no, say you. I want to be able to commit crimes, but, like, effectively. <laughs> but without get consequences. A, and get away with it. <laughs> I, I don't and want the. the <laughs> I, everybody knows that, that the foundations of America happen because of the distrust of yeah, government and i totally agree and with what they do but i was just making fun of you <laughs> let me let me throw out a little scenario for you so say cars are gone and it's what he described so it's you click a button on your phone it comes to your door you get in you go somewhere you want to be productive you want to like work on a paper or a project it just takes you to jail or whatever the thing is, you have ads pumping in the whole time, and it's like, to disable ads in the car, please pay six ninety nine right now. So you do that. You pay your six ninety nine, And okay. then it's like, would you like a less bumpy experience? Pay this much right now. Like, that's going to happen. See, that's New why you need to own your, own your car. Would like, you like to use a yeah, cell phone? Gosh. Would you like to have cell phones enabled in this vehicle? Would you like to have seatbelts enabled in this vehicle? Would you like me to smack your child for being a douche? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's going to be... Yes. <laughs> That's what I see happening. Like, dude, ads I hope and not, man. Pay for play transportation. 
hope See, not. Ownership, private ownership is very important. I just like driving. I enjoy it. I do it every yeah, day that's, my job. Yeah, that's what so. I think, too. There's going to be a lot of people who will never get an automated car because they love driving. But well, are they going to be the dinosaurs, though? Are we non-automated gonna... cars are going to be so much more dangerous that like once we have automated cars, they'll be illegal. I mean, look at the fact Ooh, that the majority, I think all of like the major crashes that have happened with any kind of self-driving car have been in the moments where a real person has taken over for one reason or another. Josh... Can you Google car crash statistics and how many people die in the United States each year because of car crashes? Oh, sure thing. I, Hang on. The, the next point talks about that. It's a huge number. Go ahead. It's huge. People aren't even going to believe it. It will change cities because we will need 90 to 95% less cars for that. We can transform, I'm sorry, we can transform former parking Ooh. spaces into parks. 1.2 million people die each year in car accidents worldwide. Uh, yeah, that, this says 1.3. Uh, we, on average, three thousand two hundred eighty-seven deaths in a day. In where? Oh, in this world? is the U.S. This is world, the U- oh. wait. This has to be global. This There's no way that's the U.S. We don't, yeah, we don't use money in a day. We now have in one year, accident. One accident every sixty thousand <laughs> miles, with autonomous driving that will drop to one accident in six million miles. That will save millions of lives each year. I don't disagree with the fact that it might be safer. What I disagree with is my independence and willingness to exactly. be able to do it myself. Yep. I yeah, I'm not I'm there I'm there with you. I'm a huge like individual fan. If really I'm really into individuals as opposed to like mm-hmm. collective stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like I think you should be able to make decisions for yourself. If I want to drive my car and be unsafe myself then why shouldn't I? But on the flip side of that, the argument would be, well, you put because everybody else's lives yeah. in danger. You're taking on more responsibility. Yeah, it's, it's more complicated than yep, yep, yep. I wish it was. Mm. But <laughs> I mean, that would just I require simple, heavier, which I'm not saying this is a good thing, but heavier requirements for like a driver's license to actually be able to operate a motor vehicle, which, I mean, seeing the way some people drive may not be a bad thing. Yeah, I agree with that. But, like, if public transportation was better, like, I would be okay with making it way harder to way, way Well, no, it's true. Like, in so DC, good example. Chase, your brother lived there. I've been there several times. I think most of us have been there several times. You've been to DC? I've never never once been been to DC. Okay, well, half of the room has been to DC several times. Like, a lot of people don't drive because the metro is efficient and it works and it's everywhere. There's so many people that it's not really that efficient to drive because it's always a traffic jam. Yeah. I I mean, look at Japan. The efficiency of I can't see Japan from here. It's over there. (laughs) Actually, which which direction is that? (laughs) Anyway, you you can get there anywhere. I guess you could really point whichever direction. Just how long you want to take. Japan is west. I'm pretty sure. If you go far enough east, you hit it. True. But anyway, um, (laughs) there. I think it's if a train is five minutes past time, it's considered incredibly late. Like they're super efficient, and. Pretty much everybody uses some form of public transportation. Hey, speaking of Elon Musk a minute ago um, and what Seth's talking about, he got the go-ahead to make the Hyperloop from it's like New York, Pennsylvania, Boston, D.C., and uh, somewhere else. He got the go-ahead? Is the, it like, a, mag- the, is it like a maglev train? Something like that. I don't, the Hyperloop is weird. It's like 200 miles an hour. I don't know how it works. I think it's magnets, but I could be wrong. It's, it's probably magnets. Like Ditton is going to listen to this, and he's going to go, oh, you guys are getting it wrong. I believe he wants to like run it in a vacuum so that it can go super fast. Well, they have those in uh, testing. Or hyper fast, <laughs> we'd say. <laughs> or, or, yeah, I guess, you know. Hella fast. 
Most hella, car companies will probably loop. become bankrupt. <laughs> Traditional car companies uh, try the evolutionary approach and just build a better car. With tech companies, Tesla, Apple, and Google will do their revolutionary approach and build a computer on wheels. Many engineers from Volkswagen and Audi are completely terrified of Tesla. Insurance companies will have massive trouble because without accidents, the insurance companies will become 100 times cheaper. Their car insurance business model will disappear. I anticipate that insurance will spike first and then drop. It'll be like, whoa, self-driving cars. That sounds more dangerous. And then after like eight years of statistics, they'll be like, oh, well, maybe not. Dude, like – I don't know. Maybe I hang out with like a really narrow like demographic of like the population or whatever, but like freaking everybody I talk to is about it. Hmm. Everybody I talk to is like, so yeah, heck yeah, self-driving cars. Like tell it where to go and take a nap. That sounds great. I don't want to That's do that. honestly one of the few things in terms of giving up any sort of control that I'm more okay with. That sounds so scary to me. Like, very, dude, I'm perfectly yeah, cool I mean, with Pretty it. much everything else I'm like, no, Outside of the fact, I like driving. Like you were saying, like I enjoy driving. It's... To me, it's like kind of part of the American experience, like driving a car on a freaking highway. Like, there's just yeah. something like just really awesome and American about Head that. Head out on the highway. Every road so, connects to every other road. And it would it would just make me sad. It would kind of make me sad to like lose that part of. I don't know, just lose that. Mm-hmm. That would suck. But freaking self driving cars, man. I think it's, it's just, a great idea. Ameri- <laughs> I want both. Can I just have my cake and eat it too? <laughs> The idea, the American interstate system is amazing. It just is. Like the idea that I Fact. could, I could hop out onto I thirty five here, or we'll say I two forty, and then eventually like hit the Pacific Ocean just by staying on that road and connecting to other interstates. That's insane. Yeah, that, that's what's helped our economy so much. That's why we really flourish is because of the the road infrastructure. It's because of the roads and the train system. Ger- Germany, I think, really was the one who started that idea we have a marine highway now too which is really cool do you guys know that what is that it's the marine highway system it went into effect in 2006 i did a binge read on it the other day because i was in uh kerr oklahoma and i i drove past a sign that said marine highway 40 and i was like what is that what and it can it's like the arkansas connects to the mississippi which connects to the ocean obviously um but like it it's a highway system for the ocean for canoes like for canoes no but like we'll ship like whole skis stuff you would ship out in the ocean, it like is coming oh. through Oklahoma and up, I gotcha. like through is that Colorado. Why, oh, that's pretty cool. Is that why yeah. I see that like, uh, like port of Kyoto? Yeah, the port of Kyoto. Which yeah, that's one like, of them. Really weird that there's a port in the middle of nowhere, Kyoto, Oklahoma. Eastern Oklahoma. Yeah, no, it's insane. It's that's really cool. And it's been it's they're they're making more. They're adding more rivers. They're like dredging out parts to make them deeper so that we can keep the transportation going. And they're trying to eventually make like an interstate system like we have with the highways that you could like conceivably take like from like New York to L.A. Yeah, that would be so you could boat. you could do like a riverboat cruise of just the U.S. Yeah, just Probably using would, like I don't feel like that would be that pretty. Like I feel like it would have. I think moments. that would be pretty cool. Like def- there would definitely be some cool parts. The Mississippi is beautiful. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's amazing. Yeah, and I mean there are parts of the Arkansas that are beautiful. So why not? You know. I mean, there's definitely going to be some, like, crappy parts, too. Can I just but... say one more thing about self-driving cars? No, we're done with that. Continue. Just one more? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like, the ability of the cars on the road to communicate with each other, I think, is, like, the most crucial thing about it. Like, so you're in a long line of cars, and the car at the front has to hit the brakes because, like, a deer runs out. It can communicate instantly to every car that's behind it. And so, like, they can all start stopping it start stopping they can all 
yeah. begin to they can stop. all begin to stop at the same exact time whereas like with human drivers like you have this uh constantly like contracting and expanding yeah. like spring of cars and there's a there's a word for that something snake i think I, I guess. And that's Super a problem, snake. and that's what causes that's what causes all the traffic problems. Slinky. But be, if you could get all the cars connected to a network where they can all communicate with each other, then like they can zipper perfectly. See, that's they can even, make allowances for each other in traffic. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And that's that's the big advancement. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, that's why you're gonna see it become illegal to be like a car owner because of that reason. Like, well, one person in a regular analog vehicle is going to screw it up and yeah. cause well, the death well, maybe, of someone else. Well, maybe, I mean, at first, there probably won't be a whole lot of the cars, so they might have, like, we have the HOV lanes. It could just be, like, a self-driving car lane <laughs> that's, like, part of its own system. Or, like, an enclosed lane specifically for the cars that aren't self-driving, like, that you can't yeah. really get out of. Like, <laughs> it's got, like, we're not going to allow you to damage anybody else, but, like, if you want to drive your own car, you it's can. It's got bumpers on the sides. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a bowling lane. Yeah. But, but one one thing that you you would see happen in, that, in those situations is... The advent of within cars that are actually you know controlled by a person overrides that would probably legally have to exist to where well in this situation the automatic system's gonna take over and like stop you, which it actually is kind of. Eh. Well, I mean, they, they kind of are already implementing that into cars that will stop for you if something's in front of you and you're back. Yeah, my mom's yeah. car not only will stop, but like if you set the cruise and you're behind another car. It'll speed up and slow down with the car in front of you. Oh, that's freaking awesome! Yeah, it's really awesome, and it's good. It's a good like. It works really. Apparently, like I haven't driven her car yet, but she she talks about how like it works really really well. Did you guys know that Top Gear uh, purposefully tried to make Tesla look bad when they demoed one of their vehicles? Yes. Like they had it in their script before they'd even tried the car that the battery was going to run out and they were going to make fun of it. How shitty is that, man? That's pretty terrible. That bugs me a lot because I really that's just, respect. That's just reality TV for you. I mean, I don't know, man. a well, lot of it's scripted. Yeah, and also like now I wonder what other bad car reviews. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when they're like, "Oh, this vehicle's terrible." It's like I get that. Like, not every and like Clarkson's a Mercedes fanboy. Like, he loves everything Mercedes does, mm-hmm. and he hates everything that Porsche does. And I'm like, two German automakers. Like, isn't that weird? Like, you have these two companies that are like competing. <laughs> Competing against each other, yeah. and Clarkson is all about one of them. It's like he also hates Volkswagen. I'm not saying yeah. he's in anybody's pocket, but I am saying that if uh, he was, I wouldn't be surprised. But I mean, the thing is, he's a car enthusiast, and they are they tend always to really... gonna have their yeah their ones that they're a fan of. Not necessarily like well, I'm a huge car fan, and like I just like them. <laughs> like I like all of them. Humans <laughs> naturally pick sides. That's just kind of what we do. So like, nah, I don't think so. I'm with I, Nate. I'm with Coca-Cola. Like, <laughs> forget Pepsi. Forget Pepsi products. I don't care if they go out of business. Coca-Cola all the way. It tastes so much better. I can't tell if you're being like serious as an example. Chases into teams. They're getting rid of Coke Zero. Yeah. Did you hear the, what just, they're talking like, There are some things I care about, but like, I don't have like, with, I don't know, maybe I just have low T or something. But like, <laughs> I'm not against that many things. TRT <laughs> like, therapy. There's only a few things I'm really against. Hang on, I gotta pull up what the new Coke Zero is gonna be called. It's like it's, co- it's called it's, Coke Zero Sugar. Yeah, Coke Zero Sugar Drink, right? Zero Coke Zero Sugar. It's like it's Coke new, Zero it's Sugar. New Coke Zero is what it is. Which supposedly okay. it's they're gonna make it taste more like regular Coke, and I'm like, but I like the way Coke Zero tastes now. If they can make it taste more like regular Coke, I am all about that. I, I, no, Coke Zero is already I pretty think, close. I think it's Coke Zero bad. tastes 
better than Coke. That's I think absurd. that you're a liar that's absurd. and ridiculous. <laughs> I think it, <laughs> that's just Coke Zero is my favorite soda. I was, it tastes better than Coke. I was right there with you. No. No, dude. I think I it like does. I like that chemical it absolutely. Yeah, you got to love that aspartame and chlorine <laughs> taste. Okay, see, I loved Coke, Coke C2 when it was out. What the heck is C2? It what? was It was out like in the early 2000s. It was like the predecessor to Coke Zero. Okay, we're Googling that because that doesn't sound real. Coke C2. And it was delicious. Coke C2 failure was the first thing to pop up. <laughs> I loved it. Coca-Cola C2, also referred as Coke C2, Seth, you or should simply work C2, for companies so they could try stuff out on you. Was if co- you like it, then my they favorite, know not to do my it. My favorite drinks get discontinued. I kid you not. Coke C2, it's almost like Pepsi Blue, bad taste. Coke Zero. Yeah, it's like you have bad Damn taste. Damn it. God. You, you really like the flavor of like chlorine. You like new Coke too, didn't you? I never had it. You know what? I like drinks that give me cancer. That sounds fun. Well, Coke gives you cancer. Uh, but uh, but lot, I mean, lots of sugar gives you cancer. But I, too. I, those are my favorite. That's drink. true. Like, but you'll get it a lot faster I, drinking I think chlorine. Coke, Coke Zero tastes better. That's all I'm saying. I love it. Chlor- better than Coke. Chlorine is antiseptic. Kills all the germs. And I mean, what about the people who like Coke, like Diet Coke more than Coke? I mean, like Dan. Yeah, yeah. There's a cult following. For that's Diet some aspartame Coke. grossness. But also, I'm, but I'm saying yeah. so. Like that's weird. To me, me liking Coke Zero. It's right. more than Coke is not that weird. All right, all right, I'm with you now, Seth. I'm with you. I'm still against you. Um, I'm fine with it. I was joking. But it's <laughs> I really still crazy. To I me. do like Pepsi Max more than I like Coke Zero, and Pepsi Max is made with Splenda, which I enjoy. I, just, I, I just, thought Coke Zero was made with Splenda. I just don't no, like. I believe. Hang on, because Coke Diet Coke is made with aspartame, where Coke Zero is Coke not Zero is made with Splenda. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I but with Pepsi Max, then what's Pepsi Max? I like Coke better than Pepsi. Is it stevia? And I just feel like. I don't know. The flavor difference between Coke and Pepsi is still present in Coke Zero and Pepsi Max. Now, the best. So I think Coke Zero is better. The best soda is Coke with lime. Oh, my God. Just like a, a from a glass bottle? Yeah. On a hot summer you day. Go to Sonic. Coke with lime, buddy. Dude, we go keep lime juice at my Get house Coke all Zero the time. Coke Zero with lime. Oh, yeah. And I put Coke lime juice in Coke all the time. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I love it. It's so refreshing. Mm. If we go to Sonic and get a grape Coke. Try it. Uh, I've had it. It's not bad. Things. It's not I don't. I don't really it's do not bad. I don't really do grape. If you don't do grape, you won't like it. Somebody somebody told me that chocolate and Coke was really good, Tried so it. I did Disgusting. it. Yeah, oh, it was horrible. I Absolutely. did a chocolate Dr. Pepper one time, and I was like, that is too cherry, much. Cherry lime Dr. Pepper is really good. I said that yeah. is too oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you That know. is too much. Chase, what's your next bullet point? Because I got one, and then we got to get out of here pretty soon. We're uh, okay. 54 minutes. Um, let me get back to it. Shout out, shout out the like author and stuff of that article, if you can find it. Um. Because I feel like we're totally piggybacking on. Brought to you brought by GrowYourClicks.com. Are you serious? Is that really what it's called? Gross. That's what it says. Hold Ew. on. Let, let me get back. Please to tell that. me there's like a real name for this article instead of like GrowYourClicks.com. Um, okay. David Delahunty is the uh, is the writer of this. What website are you on? If you're on GrowYourClicks.com, I'm really gonna be annoyed <laughs> with you. I don't know. I, How do you not Facebook? know what website you're on? Chase is like, I got a really it's good on, BuzzFeed on, article. It's on LinkedIn. <laughs> it's on LinkedIn. <laughs> and we'll go, we'll go down the whole bullet list. So, okay. Real estate, break.com. Real estate will change because if you can. <laughs> oh my God, break. I forgot about that. Dude, they're pretty solid. Stupid videos. Yep. They survived way longer than like. Well, stupid, stupid videos. There's still a break. Stupid around. videos was also around, around way sooner. True. Stupid videos is like. It was early. Denton was one of the top hits pre, on stupid videos. Pre-YouTube. Shout out to Denton. That's right. Podcast back, guest. Back during Dude, the, al- the albino black sheep and E-Bombs world days. That's uh, an OG internet celebrity. Din's an OG We uh, We dropped a giant foam thing on his head and messed up his neck. 
and that was our video, and we got like a lot of hits. That's so awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find. What it. a Just great fact! What a great fact about Denton. So with the cars, real estate will change because if you can work while you commute, people will move further away and live in more beautiful neighborhoods. Electric cars will become mainstream about 2020. Cities will be less noisy because all new cars will run on electricity. Mm. Electricity will become incredibly cheap and clean. Solar production has been on an exponential curve for 30 years. Now. But you can now see the burgeoning impact. Not here, man. Wind power might be something no, here, but wind, not, not solar Wind power, power is absolute garbage. It doesn't, it doesn't seem very good. It's garbage. We're not going to have solar power. It's government like subsidized, so it's, we have windmills everywhere. Well, of course it's government subsidized because it's super inefficient. The government likes to do things terribly. Where does Ogini get its electricity from? What are we doing to create Natural that? gas and coal. Is it, is it coal? Na- natural gas? gas is the best option we have right now. I'm not arguing with that. I'm saying, is that what it is? Like, it's not coal yeah. in Oklahoma. No, it's probably natural gas. Okay, that makes sense. That's what, that's how what does the, that work? That's what the plant nearest to us is. Does anybody know how that works? Like, how is electricity generated in like, they, our they, state? They use the, the heat to boil water and make turbines run, which it's kind of like... turbines turn generators. Okay, so it's basically like hydroelectric dams. Well, that's pretty much like, what, what with everything is. Well, the dam, what, the dam is just, just straight water running over yeah. the turbines. So, so it's always yeah, about a turbine on the generator. Like, that's, yeah. It happens with nuclear power. It's just nuclear power creates way more heat, and then they boil water. Yeah, I mean, okay. that, that's, that that's makes all sense. See, I know I knew that. I just didn't know if there was a different process for like. Dude, I'm all about electric cars too. I'm on that train for sure. Instant but, torque, are you serious? I mean, and they're making batteries more efficient every day. Yeah, and they just came out with a new lithium-ion battery. Uh, the guy that invented the original uh, one invented a new one that's even better. Well, look okay, at him go. Maybe the new what? one. What? So look at him go. I know, and he's but, like old now. <laughs> but the old lithium battery, they did a uh, what? What is that called? The economic impact uh, research, and it was like really terrible. Yeah, the lithium battery will actually do more damage from start to finish than a gasoline-powered car. It's really ridiculous. Well, we got to figure that out. Well, they're coming out with new. Well, there's there's a lot of types really of batteries. Terrible. I mean, Tesla's uh, doing a ton of research. Metals that are in these lithium batteries, Isn't that like an air nickel, and and you can't really even make battery. them in the United States because the working conditions would be extremely too expensive in the U.S. So they're like made overseas where they don't have like. Good regulations and people are getting cancer Thanks, from government. All these. Well, that's what the CFL bulbs are. You can't make them in the U.S. They're all made overseas. What's a CFL bulb? The, those the curly little, ones. The, cur- okay. the curly ones that suck really bad. But the thing is, they're n- they're not. Yeah, they're pretty good. Not they're anymore. The, Why are they terrible? LEDs are where it's at. LEDs. Now. I mean, LEDs. Dude, I'm replacing well, okay, all my bulbs. Okay, the, the, the LED C- bulbs. CFL is they're full of like very hazardous gas. That's why they're terrible. They I lo- thought he meant they was just a bad product. They're, they're well, no, they're bad product too. Why? They're they're better Explain than yourself. they're better than standard light bulbs. <laughs> they are more efficient and better than standard light bulbs. Efficiency, yeah. However, they're quality. they're harmful. Their quality is bad. They generally don't last nearly as long as the people say they do. They don't. You, you'll get a good one sometimes that'll last for years and years and years, but the quality like is not. It's not there. So when you turn on a light, it's not you. instant light. It like has to warm up and. My, CFLs are designed to stay on for a long time. Are CFLs the curly ones that we see? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was asking. I didn't. I don't yeah. know anything about light bulbs. So, not gonna. But but I obviously the, the tungsten bulbs that we have right now are instantaneous light. Boom, it happens. But the CFLs have to warm up, and if you're turning the light, like if you're going in and out of a room, like it's terrible for a bathroom light because it's constantly being turned yeah, off and on, which shortens its lifespan. I really less, didn't doubt that it's a terrible than product. The the tungsten bulbs. 
I like tungsten bulbs because of the way that they glow. But LED lights, which are coming... <laughs> Oh yeah, the dumbest I mean, statement. They're, they're because popular the now. Because the specific way that tungsten bulbs glow. I just like the way like tungsten light looks over. What's the other one called? CFL. Like it's more warm as opposed to like white. I like the blue light, the blue white light. I don't. It I gives prefer, me a headache. I, don't like it at all. I feel like it's cleaner. It remind. It reminds me of like sitting in a I like, lab in I like college. Dirty yellow light. Like I, the one time I did. I just stick with the the LEDs. It's bright. You get uh, a huge range of. See, I'm like, this right here. Super power this efficient. Right here? This is about yeah. right. That's they tungsten. last forever. Tungsten bulb. They, they last yeah. forever. What, what does it have a K rating? Twenty seven hundred K. That's I'm, my K I'm rating. Sure it does. Like. I don't know what that is I'm though. With you. Like, if you look at LED, because like LEDs come in different It'll colors. Save the world, man. If oh, yeah. you look out of the back of it, so uh-huh. efficient. There's a K rating. The lower the K rating is. Hang on, we can't all talk at once. Okay, sorry. No, go ahead, Nate. (laughs) Seth was probably saying something more relevant than I was. Yeah, but I don't care what he was saying. I was having a private conversation. This is super super boring, so strap in. No. Bulbs (laughs) come with a K rating, and the K rating (laughs) is a number between something and something. And the higher the number is, the like colder the light is. So, like you were saying, you like Uh. blue light, that's like cold light. So the the higher the number is, the colder it is, and the lower it is, the warmer it is. Yeah, okay, so you like the color wise. And twenty seven hundred is like my number. Thank I really God like we that. have someone who works at Home Depot here. I, mean, <laughs> I actually knew that before I worked at Home Depot. He was kind. Okay, sorry about that, listeners. The uh, method in which we are using to record died, like battery wise. So I had to really quickly fix this. So we're that back, was fast. We're back I didn't on even realize that's what you were doing. Like Zoroastrians. Zoroastrians. Are there still Zoroastrians? They worship, yeah, they worship the light. Like, yeah, it's a it's a middle Middle Eastern. Are you okay. making that up? What is that? Zoroastrianism. It was the Persian religion. Really? Yeah, I and it's still around. This which it was like pre-Islamic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, oh, and yeah, it was it was one of the few like non, uh, it was Abrahamic religions that was monotheistic. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Well, what they is, say it's non-Abrahamic, what but they it's worship? really interesting. Zoroastrianism happened very recent after the Jews left. Uh, Persia. So I think it's kind of like an evolution of Judaism. Regardless, it's still there's a pretty you, good you band could argue Zoroaster. Sure, sure. And it's pretty cool. And shout out to Zoroaster. <laughs> Interesting. So last year, more solar energy was installed worldwide than fossil. Energy companies are desperately trying to limit access to the grid to prevent competition from home solar installations. That is happening. That already happened like five years ago in Oklahoma, where if you install solar panels. They used to pay you for putting energy into the grid, but now you have to pay the energy companies to put solar panels in. And it was passed with the 85% that is some of the BS, vote. dude. That was when I lost faith in Oklahoma legislation, when they passed that dude, by 85% I, oh of the, God, the legislatures. It's all about getting paid, brother. Bruddy, so so bruddy. people are in on it. They're getting, they're getting kickbacks Not buddy. from the energy companies for sure. Just open corruption. So, yeah, we should all be just putting solar panels on our well except for the hail damage we get really bad hail in oklahoma i don't know my dad dude is a home builder for like his whole life and he argues against solar panels but he argues against a lot of things that's true dude those shingles that elon musk made are like hail proof no kidding yeah the solar shingles or whatever i'll buy them what the hell? They're not going to be. They're so not like going to be as expensive as you think. I don't think ah, they're going to be as expensive that's as you think. Better. They might be government subsidized. Usually is. But Tesla cars are government subsidized, so these might be too. Have but, you guys seen the smart roads? That, yes. That are solar powered. No, they're, I heard they're they were so, incredibly expensive panel, to make. The roads basically made out of solar panels that yeah. are constantly getting energy. I heard that they're like stupid, hard to maintain, and stupid expensive. Yes, well, but it's a good concept. Like it's not that even close. Yeah, think, yeah. There's so many like almost yeah. yeah. There's so many different like road concepts. I'm not saying it's a bad energy. idea. I'm what I'm well, saying. Well, it's, it's a conceptual. It's so 
so nope, non- that gets better and no, better. Nobody's arguing that it should be done right this second. And people are saying that it's, it's something exciting that should be invested it. into research and development I just don't to see, make it efficient. I just don't see that happening, Who, like, ever. When did you become, like, the curmudgeon? I know, right? I'm, I'm like the eternal like optimist Luddite. here. Luddite. Uh, it's just, like, just that's with not this, gonna work. Just with this specific <laughs> thing, like I really dinosaurs. That's the answer. <laughs> with this old, specific thing, I just old don't dinosaur blood. That's what we're pumping into our cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, I call it go-go juice. It doesn't seem feasible. T-Rex. It doesn't seem remotely feasible. It's it seems the only like thing that's going to my you would brain. have to for one just the infrastructure of the United States in general. It would be you would have to have a state-to-state basis on like getting the roads fixed. And Oklahoma is going to be terrible for that. Well, that's how railroads started. Like everybody thought it was impossible because it was such a feat. No company could actually afford to do it, so it was subsidized by the government. Railroads were extremely expensive, but eventually, uh, they they were gaining money from it from all day. It all yeah, com- it all comes down to proof of concept. Like if look if how- one city, if one city in the United States, Seattle, can prove that it's an efficient quality system that will bring in money into your into your state's government, it'll it'll slowly start. I mean, it's not going to be an overnight no. thing. It'll happen, happen eventually. No. I'm just saying, <laughs> if if you can fund it to at least get like a stretch of road and see how convenient it'll be and how convenient, how efficient it will be, the cost of maintenance is going to outweigh everything. You're 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 going you from, hush. You're going from the <laughs> idea saying, of doing it with here. what we have right now. the The whole idea about it is. This is a concept that if we get the materials right and the you know and the actual technology to the point where this can be done, it'll be fine. Because if they can get it to where, like the panels themselves are incredibly durable, you know the replacement is not that big a deal. It'll happen every once in a while. It's like square carpet, you know. If you and, if you throw up on it, you just throw out that piece of carpet and put it back with the new square. And like put it. Get, He's making this elegant point. You just wrecked it with a stupid. <laughs> it, it's okay. <laughs> But um, he's right though. That's, if they get the efficiency of the wrong. panels themselves up to a point where they're actually worth it, it won't be that expensive because things are getting solar is getting cheaper and more efficient like every month. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just, you, I just you're, you're going you're going from where we are now, and I'm not talking about from where we are now. I'm talking about whenever they actually make the stuff worthwhile. I'm just saying five years of road construction to get a mile like highway. Like just well, redone just be, in like, Oklahoma. The, Come on, it's already laid down. We're not going to be out of Oklahoma. Who says it's it's not going to happen overnight? We're not, not going to talk about it. We got to get millennials voting in this state, man. I've never thought I'd say that, but no. I'm saying. No, it. we don't. Yes, what? yes, Why? we do. Because we got to get these people out, dude. Like, let's just trade it for a different kind of problem. It's time for a different kind of problem. I don't know if I want that kind of problem. I'm being a curmudgeon here, I guess. I don't with know. cheap electricity comes cheap and abundant water. Desalination of salt water now only needs two kilowatt hour per cubic meter, which is about twenty five cents. We don't have scarce water in most places. We only have scarce drinking water. Imagine what will be possible if anyone can have as much clean water as he wants for nearly no cost. That's pretty cool. Here's that me. that is super rad. This one this one kind of freaks me out a little bit. It's uh, about health. It's transitioning. And it's called the Tricorder X, if you want to Google that. The Tricorder X price will be announced this year. There are companies who will build a medical device called the Tricorder from Star Trek. I was wondering. Yeah. That works with your phone, which takes your retina scan, your blood sample, and you breathe into it. Hmm. It then analyzes 54 biomarkers that will identify nearly any disease. It will be cheap, so in a few years, everyone on this planet will have access to world-class medical analysis 
Nearly free. Goodbye, medical establishment. This next one is my favorite. I also don't see what that. What is? Happening. Is it? Is idiocracy right? Where they handle my two things and they put this one in your mouth and put this one in your butt and then yeah. he does it and they're like, oh wait, I got that wrong. <laughs> 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 I, I really do like that movie. That's, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like bring it down, but that was the thing that I thought, that was the thing that I thought of. See, he makes elegant points like I do. Three <laughs> D, three D printing. I like this one. The price of the cheapest 3D printer came down from $18,000 to $400 within 10 years. Mm. In the same time, it became 100 times faster. All major shoe companies have already started 3D printing shoes. What? But but it gets even better. It gets even better. Some... Oh, wait. That's the wrong point. <laughs> oh, I'll read it. Some spare airplane parts are already 3D printed in remote airports. The space station now has a printer that eliminates the need for large amounts of spare parts they used to have in the past. At the end of this year, new smartphones, this is it, will have 3D scanning possibilities. You can then 3D scan your feet and print your perfect shoe at home. God, yes, I want to do that. That sounds awesome. That brings me to, I mean, it's a similar point, Mm. but I've been thinking about it lately, the whole lab-grown meat thing oh, which is actually Synthetic really meats. interesting because Dude, how many bullet points have we got through like half of them. For, for, <laughs> wow. it's really cool because i've seen like vegan groups and stuff not many talking about how it's a great thing because for i mean it's ethical it's ethical and also another thing consumption. the like cattle farming is one of the most you know pollutant producing industries in the world yeah it's pretty crazy and there are ways around it, but they're not easy. Like the whole, the, there's that seaweed that if you mix a certain percentage of it into their feed, yeah. it reduces methane production by like 80% or something wow. like that. But it's really yeah, it's hard insane. to, it's really hard to grow. It's really expensive. Yeah. And it's not like, and, and the, just move our cows to the ocean. <laughs> sea cows. No, we just start eating manatees. That's all we got to do. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, That's did genius. I, did I just solve it? Did I just you did. You just, you just you? solved it. Yeah. But the 3D printed meat, or not 3D printed, just like lab-grown P- meat, will take dish stuff. yeah, will take care of that because it's it's ethical. If you're against eating meat, how do you feel about GMOs? It's, it's I mean, right what? now it's not GMOs. necessarily the most clean that? in terms of genetically modified, like what it takes to produce, Duh. but Organics. it'll be there. GMO oh, is that what it stands for? Organics, sure. Genetically genetically modified organics, I, I think. Oh. Organisms. It's not organisms. Dude, I don't know. Is it ostriches? No, it's not. Organisms. <laughs> Genetically modified ostriches. I'll be the curmudgeon on this one. I don't know about lab-grown meat. I try. No, no I, think about the think about the connotations for like when it comes to if we can grow meat in a lab, we could regrow an arm in a lab. We could regrow your yeah. arm in a lab. Yeah. Think of the options for if nothing else. Like we're already growing livers and burn so. victims. Yeah, I mean, like losing a limb is a terrifying. Like both of his arms and legs chopped off is like Seth's biggest fear. So we re- could regrow his arms and legs. We could chop off his arms and legs just to regrow. Can we them. not talk about this? I'm not even going to be impressed until I can regrow the arm myself. It just starts happening. With like you know, <laughs> gonna, it's like he's dead, not going to be impressed. It's like Deadpool hands. Okay. It's really gross. Now I'm a baby hand. <laughs> Chase wants to be a lizard. Here we gotta we gotta stop. Really we didn't even get to my point. So we'll do it next week. I got I got a point on the petri dishes. All right, go ahead. Last one. Aeroponics will need much less water. The first petri dish produced veal is now available and will be cheaper than cow produced veal in 2018. Right now, 30% of all agricultural surfaces are used for cows. Imagine if we don't need the space anymore. There are several startups who will bring insect proteins to the market shortly. It contains more protein than meat. 
it will be labeled as alternative protein source because most people are still uh, averse to the idea of eating oh, insects. It reminds me of a video I saw of a like every year in this South American village, like there's tons of mosquitoes. They're not mosquitoes, they're uh, they're uh, nymphs. Wh- whatever me. they are, they catch them and like yeah. they they with like huge nets and they grind them up into like patties. And grill those up. Bug burgers. Bug bug burgers. Basically. You, I think you showed me that. I give it a shot. I would give it a try. Put some. Put a little, little hot sauce on that. Put some hot sauce on it. A little bit of cheese. Why not? It has to be Ooh. totally unrecognizable as bug part. It I doesn't would, look like it. It just. It looks, it looks like, like just a black. Burger. It, it looks like a black bean burger. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it's just like a black. I, I looks like, Why does it have to be black? Because it can make. Because they're black. black bugs. It looks like play-doh. Really, it looks like black play-doh that you're eating on a grill. It it just it looked like a black bean burger. I try it. I would also like to try the synthetic meat, like the veal or whatever you talked about, like compared to like a real, like yeah. right now the like, real veal, it's like a hundred thousand dollars. The real the... veal. I don't want to spend that much money on a steak. <laughs> Never mind. But it's getting cheaper all the time. But I would like to not know which is yeah. which. You know, try it and be like, oh, my doubts about lab grown meat would probably evaporate as soon as I had lab grown veal and was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in. The, uh, I'm, I'm in. just saying we have that lots of ocean. Let's farm some manatees. Problem solved. <laughs> Do so, we can have underwater cowboys? You, you know that the <laughs> Those and are they freshwater could, animals, Josh. They could wrangle the manatees and drive them around. Are manatees freshwater? Yes. I thought. I'm thinking of dugongs, aren't I? I don't know. That's a Pokemon. <laughs> dugongs are, I'm pretty sure dugongs no, are real Dugongs thing, are a real animal. So. I know I they think, are. I think they're also <laughs> okay. a Pokemon, though. They are. They are. Okay. Hang on. Okay. They evolved from Seal, this. which is also yeah. a real Pokemon. Well, Josh is real Googling per- that. Real animal. <laughs> and a real person. <laughs> <laughs> you, you corrected yourself, but it is. I'm going to have to find this app. Is it? Um, wait, hang on. Are Dugons real? Yeah. Pretty, yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure. Dude, Pokemon. First thing that popped out. a Pokemon showed up. Like, what's that thing that's like? Look a, how cute it is. What's, Gong, that, what's that thing that's like a manatee but isn't a manatee? Sea cow. What's that's, that called? I feel like no, you're right. It is a dugong. A dugong is a thing. That's one of those things that you experience where you question your own sanity. Like, wait, what? what was is it, real? Was it the Berenstein Bears <laughs> or the Berenstain Bears? I'm like crying right now. I'm not even kidding. Like that was the weirdest experience of my life. Oh, it's just spelled Dugong, D-U-G-O-N-G. Oh my gosh. I thought I lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Gaslighted was... by Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm teary-eyed. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. So they are a real thing. Now, which one is saltwater and which one's not? I don't know. I'm probably making stuff up. Aeroponics like the Dugong. Be... They're not real. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read. Well, never mind. Go ahead, Jason. There's an app called Moody's, and I'm going to have to try and find this, which can already tell in which mood you're in. By 2020, there will be apps that can tell uh, by your facial expression if you're lying. Imagine a political debate where it's being displayed when they're telling the truth and when they're not. I'm going to have to find this app. I think, I think it'd be kind Dude. of Dude. Cool. Okay. Can we talk about that for a second? Do it. Are we trying to end this or what? Uh, we can go for about five more minutes. Let's just go for it. part two right now. No. Start it over. I have to. I'm your host, Nate. <laughs> No. I only have one more five, point we that have I five think minutes. is five important. Minutes. Go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, that Moody's app I thought was pretty cool. But the last one is about education. The cheapest smartphones are already at $10 in Africa and Asia. By 2020, 70% of all humans will own a smartphone. That means everyone has the same access to world-class education. That's pretty cool. Like, so everybody will have a smartphone that they can Google and they can self-educate. Yeah, if, if they have data. Like, half the kids on my caseload have smartphones, but, like, maybe two There's a Starbucks on every ten. block in Africa. Just go to Starbucks. Just, I'm saying, I'm talking about the U.S. <laughs> like, here in the U.S., I have kids that, one, don't have Wi-Fi because they don't have Internet at their house. And then, two, like, they have 
Yeah, they could like walk down the street and I get free Wi Fi. <laughs> There's Starbucks like every 20 feet in Africa. <laughs> Africa <laughs> Africa's like, no, my God. That's I'm trying McDonald's. to make this like social commentary about the U.S. and Chase is just making jokes. Chase did just make a social commentary about the U.S. <laughs> He said, he said that there's a, a Starbucks every two blocks in Africa. Oh, my God. How is that? Sorry, go ahead. I don't even remember my point anymore. These you were saying your kids don't have access to oh, Wi-Fi Oh, yeah, they don't have access to Wi-Fi and Internet. Like, so. so poor kids have it worse in America than Africa is what you're saying. No, I'm saying if, like, youth in America. <laughs> you don't have to take me seriously. If youth in America that are living on Section 8, which is, like, arguably pretty terrible, but, like, 100 times better than like living in like a poverty stricken stricken third world country. Sure, yeah. If they can't get access to Wi-Fi with their smartphones, there's just no way. But well, what about why so, am I such a downer hang guy? On, hang what on, is hang happening? On. You are a super downer. There, there are things oh coming. Gosh, like I'm sorry, the, the guys. people who are wanting to make the satellite, the global satellite internet, satellite Wi-Fi that covers not all the globe because that, that would be impossible, but most of the globe, who are working on making that and implementing that, that would solve that problem. And they're wanting to make it free. That'd be probably not going to happen. Since it's no, I'm not free. saying it's going to happen, but the idea can happen to where access right. becomes universal. Well, yeah. But we already have, like, like I said, it said 70 percent maybe by 2020. I mean, these are all estimations, but we already have like near like 50 percent of people have smartphones. And I think even if we just stay at the current levels, this is going to indefinitely change how universities work. Because people are going to be self-educated, and they're actually probably going to be better educated than the indoctrinations of the universities right now. So what you're saying is degrees are going to be even more worthless. Yes. Get a self-educate and go get a trade. Oh, go to, man. Go to trade school. Native Americans used to hunt manatees by offering them food, and they would just, like, come up and eat the food out of their hands, and they would just bonk them on the head. Dang. <laughs> manatees are so docile. And then they would flip them over and stab them in the gut, and that's how they would kill them. Dumb cow. I'm reading about manatees right now. Hey, hey, hey I just watch this. <laughs> Bunk. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I just found out something interesting. Uh, I'm I'm part of the. They're nearly extinct, by the way. We shouldn't be eating those. I'm sorry. Well, no. The dugongs no. are almost dugong. Hear me out. Cows are not almost extinct. It's because we eat them. I get you. Uh, yeah, exactly. We'll breed them. What breed. about the dodo? Apparently they're extinct because imagine, they were really delicious. <laughs> imagine the freakish steroided out manatees that we could grow. Imagine what they would look like. You know how they're all like kind of soft right now? They'd be like bodybuilder. You know those bodybuilder cows? Like yeah. those whippet dogs? They'd be like one of those. Yeah. Not a bodybuilder, but a, a power lifter. Not that you should eat a power lifter cow. Yeah. yeah. Muscly anyway. Yeah, there's just no necks at all. Yeah. What did you find yeah. out about your tribe? Sorry. Oh, so. Uh, that was my fault. Yeah, for people somewhere. who don't know, I'm part of the Choctaw tribe. Uh, of Oklahoma, not the one in Georgia. It's too bad you're not Chickasaw. They have really good commercials. Oh, I know. They have so much money, so I hate them. Um, <laughs> Race war. All right. So uh, part of the uh, the Choctaw religion is uh, they believe in a giant race that used to inhabit America, and I, I didn't know that, actually, about the Choctaw tribe. I found that out recently. There are, there are many other tribes who believe that there were giants here before they came here when they settled the land. Uh, in Magicians of the Gods, he talks about that for yes, a little yes. bit. It's a pretty cool part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. All right. I'm There's, not even. I'm not going to do that. Can we talk about that? Let's. let's you want to talk about the Nephilim? You want to talk about Giants real quick? Not, not now. Go no, no, no. Let's okay. save it for another podcast. Okay, yeah. Oh, dude, That's I, what I was thinking. I was I like, will, we could, we could go down this road for a minute. So let's. I like some para 
What would that? That wouldn't be like cryptology because they're not cryptids. They're crypto, like cri- crypto anthropology. Para hominid, um, cryptominids. Ooh, I like that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I like that word you made up just now. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds legit. Dang it! What is that word that means before the great flood? Pre all wet. No. Anyways, well, we'll do it. I'll figure it out. Pre dampian. It has nothing to do with pre. It's not pre. It's not a- antediluvian. The yes. Antediluvian world. Hmm. So glad you got there because that's gonna drive me crazy. So next week we can talk about the antediluvian world. Not next week, but next week. I need to really, re- well, I really podcast. need to read Magicians of the Gods after I read Think of the Gods. Do it. It's, it's okay. It's not as good, but it's okay. But it's well, there was good. that whole section of Fingerprints of the Gods where we just talked about pie. And it's really hard to get through. Yeah. Yeah, man. I didn't book, read that one. That I book was the book was dry. It was both, good though. Both really magicians good. wasn't as dry to me. I, I enjoyed. Dude, both. I was engulfed in magicians when we got. Could not stop reading. I know, dude. There's like, ugh. We could. Okay, we should stop. We should stop. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we will be back here in probably two weeks. See you then. Bye bye. Bye bye.